to Seeking Veganism podcast. My name is Jess and I am back with another episode. I'm so excited for this episode as I got to interview my past client, Emma, and I remember connecting with her over a year ago and she was very interested in joining my program, but financially she wasn't stable enough yet to invest. And so um, a couple of months later, she reached out and said, hey Jess, I'm ready, let's do it. And I was just so, so happy that we were able to reconnect and that she decided to join at the end of the day as I believe um, it was such an amazing um, time we have had together and her growth has been so, so amazing as well. I just remember how she told me she didn't feel like herself anymore and she really wanted to grow and change and become a better version of herself. So in this podcast episode, we really talk about everything from being a new vegan, but also the body positivity movement and how on the one hand, it is a great movement, but on the other hand, on the other hand, it can make you feel um, a little bit guilty about wanting to change and wanting to grow. And that's what we're going to talk about um, as well. So have a listen and I'm sure you will enjoy. Emma, I'm so excited to have you on my podcast. I can't believe, I feel like the four months that we worked together passed by so quickly. Um, and I still remember the very first call that we had and then you reached out again and that was so great to have you and the transformation that I've seen in you was just so amazing. And I cannot wait to see what's next for you. But before we get there, um, welcome. <laughs> I would love Thank for you, you to like introduce yourself to us, tell us who you are, what you do, where you're from, anything that you feel is important to share, you can share. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm Emma. Um, I'm 25, almost 26. I live in Washington, D.C., and I work uh, for the government, for the EPA, uh, Environmental Protection Agency. And I found Jess on Instagram. Um, and I actually, I found her kind of like in June of 2020, kind of like three months into the COVID lockdown. Um, and I like, it, the program was something I wanted to do. I, I, we had a conversation. It sounded amazing, but I just couldn't uh, do it financially at that time but it was kind of on my mind. As Jess knows, I was stalking her on Instagram for the next several months um, and then reached out to her again in January of 21 and had another conversation with her. And I was finally like, okay, let's do this. This is the right time. And I'm really glad that that was the choice that I made. I'm glad to you, Emma. It was wonderful. <laughs> so I really appreciate that, um, that you decided to reach out again, despite, you know, um, you not having the financial resources in the, in the beginning. Um, so yeah, that was very exciting when you actually reached out because I didn't expect that. And I just saw it because you, I think you applied again and I was like, wait a second, I feel like I know this person. And that's when you told me like, hey, we were, you know, in touch before. Um, and so it was super quick. We just like started immediately, you were on board. Um, so tell us what was the reason why you decided to join this program in the first place? Yeah, I just, I, I feel like probably a lot of people had this experience in the lockdown where, I mean, I, I had an active life before and then everything just stopped. And so I, I became, you know, like sometimes the more rest you get, the more tired you are. I just became this like tired, tired person, this lethargic, lazy person. And I, 
I don't know. I just like looked at myself in the mirror one day and I was like, I don't recognize this person anymore. And it was really sad. Um, I didn't feel good about myself. I didn't feel healthy. I felt like the only comfort I had in life was food um, because all of the other things that were good in, in life were just kind of like, and obviously I'm, I'm really lucky. I didn't, you know, have COVID affect me that, um, that strongly, like a lot of other people, but it still does affect you. And, um, and yeah, food became my coping mechanism for everything. It was like the answer to everything. Oh, it was, I worked all week. I'm going to reward myself with some takeout or like whatever the case was. And, and I just, it, it became out of control. And so I, I was like this, I don't know how to break this habit and I don't, I don't like myself anymore. And so, um, that's kind of what pushed me over the edge. Can you tell us a little bit more about kind of your starting point? And because a lot of times, and we, we talked about that in our last call as well, one-on-one, -on -one, when we had that call, you were like, you know, a lot, a lot of times people are scared to get out, out of their comfort zone and they're scared to admit that they're actually not happy with where they're at. Because when you came to me, you were not like super unhealthy or super overweight. You were just like not comfortable feeling in your body and you wanted to, again, feel like yourself again. So can you, can you tell us a little bit more about like, what were your thoughts and what is your opinion about like that kind of, I don't know how to say that. It's like this, this acceptance culture of like, oh, where you're at, it's fine. You don't need to grow anymore. And with you, like what I yeah. really admired was that you always wanted to grow and learn more and, and do and be better. So you know what I mean, right? So can you tell us yeah. like, what I said that was at that point? I feel like, um, yeah, it's true. I, I was still pretty healthy and like, like a, like a relatively active person. And I, um, you know, was eating a vegan diet, so that's good. Um, but I just, yeah, I wasn't happy with, um, just my lifestyle. I wasn't happy with my body. I felt like I, I could be, I could be a better version. I could be a version of myself with more energy and more, like I could like myself more. And I, we've, Jess and I, you've, we've talked about this a little bit, um, about like the body positivity movement is really important, but sometimes it's like, it almost like shames you for wanting to improve yourself. Um, and I wanted to improve myself. And I almost felt like before I took the plunge and decided to be in your program, I was like having to justify it to like my friends and family who'd be like, Oh, you're not, you're not, overweight you're fine like you're healthy it's not a big deal like why don't you just love yourself the way you are but I'm like no like yeah I, I love myself but I don't like myself and I like I want more I want more from myself I like expect more from myself um but the problem was I just didn't really know how to do it I just didn't really have the tools and like that's something just that is your career and your life and like your expert um subject and so me not having that and you having that <laughs> that's why I needed you yes no thank you so much for um touching on like the body positivity movement because I think that's also where um I also get a lot of hate from people and I think I told you that as well where it's yeah. like most before and after pictures and a lot of times I'm like hey it's not only about the physical change of course but there is so much more behind like the mindset part about as well, because at the end of the day, we, we know that, you know, certain food is unhealthier than 
you know, salads, for example. Um, and we know that moving is healthier than sitting on the couch all day, right? So we know all of these things. Um, and a lot of times it also gets into like these, these unhealthy ways of like people like you having to justify yeah. to other people that you want to work on yourself, which I think is really sad. It's because, you know, of course the people love you and they want to support you and they want to tell you that nothing's wrong with you and nothing has yeah. been wrong with you, but there's nothing wrong with you wanting to grow and become better and outgrow that version of yourself. That's what life is about at the end of the day, because you were at a place where you're like, I don't want this any longer. I don't want yeah. this. Like, okay, I can't do this by myself. And so I'm going to look for someone to help me with that. And I believe there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It almost like, I, I felt almost like embarrassed that I had, that, no. I, that I like made a choice. Like it was like, I felt embarrassed that I, like I was vain or something that I cared so much about my appearance that I was like, I had to like invest in a coach and that's, I shouldn't feel that way. Right. I mean, people um, make choices to better themselves and in a lot of ways, like you sign up for a class, you take musical instrument lessons, you like, you go to grad school, you do all these things to like better yourself. And this was just one way to do it. But because it's part of it is physical appearance. It's like, I felt like I had to do it quietly or secretly or something because I didn't want people to judge me for caring what I looked like. You know, that change, like when you were in the process of it and you, you're, you started to change that people notice or how did people respond later on? I mean, yeah, I have some friends who are super supportive and I, I would send them my, um, my like transformation pictures and they'd be like, you got it. Yeah. Awesome. Queen, like <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, and, and, but then some people, I don't know if, if they didn't notice, or maybe it was like, uh, yeah, you, you do definitely like, it's just another way that when you grow, you kind of like find out who, who's like on your side and who's cheering for you and then who's not. And then, and then you just move on because like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Like you're the only person who matters. Um, you just, you got to do what's best for you. Definitely. And also with you, Emma, one of the things that of course the physical transformation has been big with us and, and, you know, the way that, you know, you worked so hard to see where you're at and you're still going on. Um, but one thing that I want to tell here is that, you know, I remember the very first call that we had and even the second call that we had, your energy was so different. Right now, when I got on the call with you, like, hey, Jess, what's up? <laughs> right? Complete new person. And I'm like, what happens? Like, yeah. seriously, because your energy it's completely different like the way I'm so you're glad you say that even my I have a friend who's like long distance I haven't seen her in years and she texted me yesterday and she said that I seem different I'm like how do you even know like I haven't even seen you <laughs> but um but I took it as a compliment <laughs> why do you think that is we were talking about veganism actually and um I think it's 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 hard to like balance uh veganism in a lot of ways, but I think I, I went through my angry vegan phase when I first went vegan. I think a lot of new vegans do that. And um, now, I'm now I'm trying to be less angry, trying to be attractivist <laughs> and just like set a good example by living my life. Um, and, and she was like, yeah, I've noticed that a little bit over the past couple of months that my attitudes changed. And, I, and I, I'm like, yeah, being angry all the time is exhausting. So <laughs> I'm learning different ways to be in terms of your vegan, vegan lifestyle, like when did that start? How did you become vegan? 
Um, so I did, I, I was in Peace Corps and it's, if, if anyone like knows what Peace Corps is, it's just like international development agency and you kind of, you lose a lot of um, choice in your diet and you kind of have to like eat whatever your host family gives you in the country that you're in. And so that was, that was challenging for me because it was basically two years of not having any choice of like what to eat. Um, and I was vegetarian, but I wasn't vegan, but I wanted to be vegan. Um, but my like host family, who's so wonderful and I love them so much, they would like surprise me with an ice cream bar. And it, to them, it was just like a sweet thing that they did. And I would just be like, oh, I have to eat this ice cream bar <laughs> and I don't want it. But then I, then I became vegan, like as soon as I got back to the United States. Um, and I went through my angry vegan phase of like, if I can do it, anyone can do it. And why aren't you doing it? And don't you know about the animals? And don't you know about climate change? Um, it definitely turned a lot of people off, I think. <laughs> so now I'm just trying to like be a really healthy person and be a strong person and, and eat yummy food and just live my life and be happy about it and see if anybody like catches on. <laughs> I love that because I think we all vegans go through this phase where we're at first like super angry and we're like kind of what you said, like, why yeah. don't you do this? Like, you know, you've been living like this for so ever. Why don't you understand that you're, you know, causing so much harm? But at the end of the day, like why I started all of this as well is because I think the best type of activism is showing others how awesome you feel, how awesome yeah. you look, what amazing things you can do. And people are going to be like, what's your secret? Yeah. And I admire your activism so much. Like, I, I guess, and I, and I do want to hear more about this from you, because I feel like this is your way of of contributing to the world i feel like you are helping women be vegan successfully so that it it just becomes like the best version of 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 someone's self and it's the vegan version <laughs> and i feel like you are probably converting so many people and we like we all should thank you for that <laughs> the animals thank you for that <laughs> thank you so much yes that's so sweet like sometimes i just i just forget because veganism has become so normal for me yeah, that I'm yeah, like, yeah, I forget that there's people out there that are not vegan, as weird as it sounds, right? Because I live in like yeah. my bubble, like, even all of my Instagram is all vegan. The people that I surround myself with are mostly all vegan. Um, so it's like so, so weird. Once I step outside, I'm like, whoa, there's this world, world out there that I keep forgetting, especially with like COVID. It's like you choose very well, you know, who you surround yourself with. True. Um, but yeah, I mean, the thing is that I also had this, this experience where, you know, when I first went vegan, I struggled with so many things, right? I, my digestion was bad. I gained weight. I, I didn't know how to eat the right way. I just felt exhausted and I just didn't understand what I was doing wrong. And so, um, you know, I feel like it was my mission kind of to learn all of these things, apply them on myself and then show other women or show other people the way of like, hey, it's actually super, super simple and easy. And mm -hmm. you can look great and feel great and do all of the things. And, um, you know, I've heard many stories of clients that went vegan with me, even though that's not what my program is about. I don't turn people vegan. I'm like, if you want to go vegan, that's great. I'm going to show you how you can do it. But I don't help them transition, basically. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so what was I going to say? So yeah, I had stories of like people that were, that's fine. 
give me whatever meal plan you have. I'm going to go vegan with you. Um, and then them even inspiring people around them in their life. And then their husbands or their boyfriends or their friends going vegan, which was really, really uh, great as well, because that's just kind of like a confirmation that mm -hmm. it's a ripple effect, right? It's like what we're doing here right now as well. Whoever is listening to this might also be inspired and be like, hmm, maybe I should give that a try, right? Because people just like you and me who are curious about it, are gonna in some kind of way um, get more information and connect with people. And I think that's also huge connection, right? Yeah. Um, so I know that you really loved the community of vegan women <laughs> that yeah. uh, was part of the program. So I would love for you to just kind of tell us the experience that you had with it and what you liked so much about it. Yeah, so um, I love I love talking about veganism. I could do it forever and um and I think that um like veganism right now is growing so fast which is so exciting and one great example of that is that you're in Berlin right and I'm in Washington DC and we're connected and through this thing that we both believe in um which is amazing and so the way your program is set up with the group calls it's it's cool to know that like I'm sitting here and And maybe I don't have very many vegans in my life, but like, I know that every week I can talk with 10 other women who are on the same journey that I am and believe the same things that I do and like really connect with them. And I'm also extra lucky because um, one of your clients, Steph, also lives in Washington, D.C. And so we were able to connect and now we hang out and we go rock climbing together, which is another like amazing benefit from the program because I would not have had the confidence or the physical strength to be a rock climber before. And now I've been rock climbing like every other day for the last couple of weeks. And it's been so fun to have that as an activity. And, and so being able just to connect with this person who I would not have otherwise known about um, has been so fun. And I'm, and I'm happy that program brought me that friendship and um hope you know if you keep getting new clients like maybe they can be in the same situation where like someone also lives in their city and they are able to meet up and form a community yes i love that i would love to like that was kind of a dream of mine to create kind of like a retreat where Ooh. we like all girls meet in one spot and like have amazing vegan food and like this amazing resort in the jungle or something. Can we do that? I would love <laughs> that. That's how we have it. So be up for it. Um, but COVID is still in the way. So we need, yeah. to, we need to still wait until the whole We world. can plan. We can plan. Yes. It. Yes. I would love that because I think it would be so, so much fun. Even just like, you know, with kind of like old clients, new clients, just like a community of vegan women that are like so passionate about what they do and like work on themselves and have this strong connection with each other. And I think that would be so, so wonderful. Um, that's why there's power of community, right? It's like a lot of times we can feel so alone and kind of what you said, like you are, you haven't known a lot of vegans um, and you still don't know a lot of vegans, but this community has given you you know, inside and has made friendships possible for you, which I think is so beautiful. Um, and that also keeps you going, keeps you motivated, it raises your energy, makes you want to go out and do more things and, and, and spread the word, right? A lot of times it's like, also when you're on a health journey, it can seem very lonely if yeah. you don't have people that, you know, support the same, the same mindset or the same causes you. Um, and I noticed as well, when, when I first invested in my health coach, or he was like a fitness coach, 
it was only like it was one-on-one -on -one, which is great as well it has benefits as well um but sometimes i wish i would have had a group of women that i could reach out to and be like hey guys do you also struggle with that or you know i want to share my wins with you kind of what we do as well um so i think that's just such an important part in any aspect of life whatever you do to connect with people um so let's see what would you say has been kind of like the biggest change that you have felt throughout the four months working together well yeah it's hard it's hard to identify the biggest change um my my body has changed like in in a you know which which was kind of what I expected you know because this was like I went into this as like this is my this is my fitness coach this is my trainer this is my fitness program that I'm doing um and I'm I'm really happy with the physical changes not only do I just feel more confident but I also like I said now I'm rock climbing and I'm like and I feel so strong and powerful when I'm doing that. And um, I'm sure if I had tried to do that in January, I probably would have just like stood at the bottom of the wall and like not made it up. And now I'm like, just climbing up the wall. Like it's no big thing because I, because I'm strong and because I can, and, and it just feels so great. And um, other activities too. Like I'm taking this long bike trip next week and I'm doing like 60 miles in one day. And my parents were like, are, are you sure you can do that? I'm like, oh. I'm in such good shape. Like, yes, I can do that. So like all these activities are opening up to me and I can just like live such a more fulfilling and active and interesting life because I am stronger now, um, which is just amazing. Um, you also really helped me organize my schedule. Um, and I, I said this in my testimonial video and I've, I've told you this before, but it's, it's like I started finding time in my day that I didn't have before because I was too tired or because I wasn't planning ahead. And now I'm just like, I'm getting things done faster. I'm like, I'm waking up earlier. I feel more satisfied when I go to sleep at night that I like had a full active productive day. Um, so that's really changed. And I know that's something that I'm gonna continue to do because once you form that habit, there's no reason to go back. Um, and. And because of that, I think definitely my mindset has changed too. I feel just, I'm really not actually sure how this happened because it wasn't an intention. It wasn't um, like a conscious goal, but I do feel calmer and I feel happier and I feel more patient around people that I might not have been patient around before. I feel like not, not like, I feel like I'm above drama, <laughs> which is kind of, it sounds conceited, but, but it's, it's more just like my way of like letting things roll off my shoulder that before would have bothered me. And, and again, I'm not sure how that happened, <laughs> but I'm glad that it did. So first, what I wanted to say, I think why this happened is because um, you started prioritizing yourself. You said, I'm first and you know, you fuel yourself up with energy first. And I think before you probably haven't felt filled up. That's what you said. You felt tired. Every, like everything just seemed like so much and you had so many things to do that you felt depleted, right? It's like low energy. So if your energy is low and someone comes at you, you're going to be like, right. You just yeah, want to like attack them. But if you feel full and you're like, no matter what happens, I'm still going to like feel full 
that's when no matter what happens around you, you are in balance. And I think that's probably what happened is because you put yourself first. And despite everything that you've heard, it's like, I don't care. It's me, right? Um, and I love what you said about the second thing about like finding time in a day um, where you didn't think you had time. That's a huge argument as well, where people are like, I don't think I have time for this. And I'm like, so you don't have time to work on your health? Like yeah. the health that is like gonna be with you for your entire life. And if your health is not right now, good. Like, how do you imagine it to be in 10 years or 20 years on 30 years? Right. Um, so I love that you said that, that there's a way of no matter how busy you think you are, when you know the right tools to really prioritize yourself and structure yourself in a way where you feel balanced, it's always possible. And you are the great example of it because the, the reason, the, the fact that you said, like, I didn't know I had so much time just shows that probably beforehand you were like going all over the place doing here something there's something right but not actually having um a structure and a routine um so that's amazing and again that's the the time thing is such a huge argument i hear a lot from people it's like i don't have time to work out i don't have time to cook healthy right um how's that for you now like in terms of working out and and eating healthy now after the program i think it's two weeks since we stopped how has it been going for you Yeah. Well, so the argument about time is like, you know, you have to eat food anyway. Right. And you know, like, so you might as well just like plan ahead and, and, and do it in a way that, um, maximizes the time you spend preparing it. So, uh, yeah, so that's another way that I found time, but I remember the very first week of my program, like feeling like this was daunting. It was like, I I'd finished work at four 30. I'd have to go take a walk to get all of my 10,000 steps in and then I'd work out and then I'd be done at like six or six 30. And then I'd be like, okay, I did it. Now I have to eat dinner, take a shower, go to bed. And I was like exhausted. And, and I was like, again, I do not know how I'm going to keep this up. But now I'm like, I, it doesn't, it doesn't exhaust me anymore. It's just part of my routine. And instead of thinking like my day is over at 4 30 okay my day is over at maybe 7 7 38 and like that's fine I I have the energy for it it's part of my life now it doesn't it's not a daunting task um it's just something I do now and I feel healthy I feel awesome when I go to sleep at night I'm tired I'm ready to fall asleep and I'm ready to do it again the next day I'm, I'm not dragging myself out of bed anymore I'm like I'm just wake up at six it's not a big deal like here I am I'm ready so you said that the beginning was kind of hard to get used to it and first you know do all of the things but you didn't give up um, a lot of times you know when you make a change it's gonna be hard in the, in the beginning it's like you want to change so you need to get out of your comfort zone and you need to do something differently and a lot of times people forget that they want to change but then they don't want to change, if you know what I mean. It's like they don't, they don't want to do something differently. And that's why a lot of people are stuck where they're at because they don't want to get uncomfortable, right? So has there been anything else which has been a little bit more challenging for you when you started? Yeah, and I, and I remember you saying this to me maybe like a, a month or two months ago. It was like, It, it almost was like I was angry at, <laughs> at you or at the world or at something for like being in this zone of, of 
like outside of my comfort zone being pushed. And I was like, I, I was, I guess I was worried that I wasn't going to succeed um, because it was hard. It was hard the first month, let's say, um, because it was new and it was a challenge. But once you do it, once it's part of your routine and your habit, then it's not hard anymore. Um, sorry, I forgot the question. Was that, the, <laughs> what was your question? If there has been another thing that has been challenging for you. Another thing that's been challenging. Um, just no, not one specific thing, just everything all together, like, um, change. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I guess something that was hard, like I was trying to do everything perfectly from day one. Um, but then I realized that no one was doing that and, and that wasn't even the expectation. Um, and so once I kind of got over that hurdle, it was a little bit easier to like forgive myself, you know? What has been your favorite part about it? My favorite part? Yeah, like not, not any one thing. You're just, your whole approach to this thing is so holistic. It's so overall, it's, you can't have one thing without the other things. Um, it's not, it's more than just a fitness program. Cause I mean, I've never done another fitness program, but I imagine there are some coaches out there that just work on your, like how many reps are you doing and what's the weight and did you eat the right number of calories today? And then that's it. I imagine, but that's not how you're doing it. You're very holistic in your approach and, um, it's for life. It's, it's, you're forming habits for life. So I, I, my life today is different than it was four and a half months ago. Um, and that, you know, that's the best part <laughs> that things are different. That's the best part. They started drilling. Why? Oh, no. Can you hear oh. it? No, I can't, but I know how annoying that is. It's like super silent, but anyways, okay. Why? It, they haven't been drilling for the last two hours. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I'll cut this part No worries. Um, okay. But ugh. anyways, okay, all good. Um, cool. Thank you so much for sharing, Emma. Um, I would love to know, like, what... What expectations did you have? Because a lot of times, you know, people get to me and they're like, oh my God, this is all online. Like, how is this going to work? I'm paying a lot of money. Like, you know, um, what were your expectations in terms of like online coaching when you joined? That's so funny. That was never really um, like a, a concern for me. And I think probably part of it is because it was COVID. Everything was online. There are no in-person anything, no in-person coaches. Um, yeah, it didn't really, I don't know. It didn't really occur to me to be concerned about that. Like, I just was like attracted to your posts and the things that you believe in and, um, and promote in your program. And so... I was just like, that's, that's the one for me. Like, if I'm going to do this, that's the one I'm going to do. Um, but I mean, you're super accessible. Like you were, you always responded when I had a question and maybe, maybe like, you know, you don't have someone like, unless you're like married to a fitness coach, you don't have someone like breathing over your shoulder all the time, like telling you make this choice, make that choice. So um, it wouldn't be realistic or make sense to have you be any more present than you were, 
you know, you're online and, and that was, that was enough. You were accessible. Um, I think in the beginning we talked probably every day. Um, but then as I became more comfortable, it, it was less and less and like, that's fine. That's how it should be. Definitely agree. Definitely. Cause of course, in the beginning, it's having a little bit more support can be helpful, but with you like very quickly into the process of like the first two months, I started realizing like, okay, you know, your things. And that's also where I give you a lot of trust. And I'm like, I trust you. I feel like you, you got this and you don't need me to tell you about every single meal that you're having, what you should be doing better, because that was not the point of it as well. Right. At some point we wouldn't be working together anymore. And it's, it's, I think also what's important to make it sustainable and make it a sustainable, enjoyable journey that whenever you, we don't work together anymore, you know what it is that you need to do on your own, right? Yeah. Um, what would you tell someone who is like scared of making the change or scared of going either way vegan or like going on a health journey like this? Because what we just talked about, it can be scary. And you also had a tough time for like the first two months you say you were like angry at everyone. So <laughs> what would you tell someone that would want to make a change? Uh, I mean, if you want to do it, then that's, that's the most important part. Like if you want to do it, then, then you should do it. I mean, um, like the money aspect. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, no, like normal person is not, um, afraid of like investing in something. Um, you know, you, you want to make sure that like what you pay for pays off. Um, I can attest to the fact that it does in your program. Um, but, but you just don't know before you, before you know. And so you have to take a leap of faith and that's okay. Um, if someone's scared of making a change, I mean, we sh should, as people want to change, I mean, like always want to grow. And um, so there's no reason to be, I, I don't think, I don't think you should be scared of making a change. It's all, it's positive. It's, um, it's hard in the beginning, but like not that hard. <laughs> it's like a month of hard and then, and then you have the tools for life. Um, scared about going vegan. That is something I think people need to address in themselves. That's not, I don't think no one, no one can make you go vegan. No, no one, you know, that is like a personal like aha moment that every vegan has at some point. Um, because if, if you do it for anyone other than your own, morality in your own self like it's not going to stick um I had my sister went vegan long before I did and um she went through her angry vegan phase as we all did and I would I was like holding out on being omnivore like just despite her you know like you you really have to do it for yourself you have to know when the right time is yourself um but there's so much out there there's so much content there's so many documentaries so many books so many youtube videos so many articles and if you're looking for a reason to go vegan it's there you just have to do the research yes totally agree and of course it can always be scary but i think also in terms of like going vegan what you said do your research first um for a lot of people it can help like i don't know how it was i mean you told us how it was for you but like for me i went vegan overnight um, and I didn't do a lot of research. I was just like, nope, mm. I saw one documentary and I was convinced. I was like, I don't want to longer support this. I'm done. Um, and so, of course, in the beginning, I was like all over the place, 
figuring myself out um but uh, depending on like also what your starting point is i think right because some people if they're like super omnivore and they eat like meat three times a day it can be a little challenging going vegan but for someone like me i never cooked meat at home anyways and i was kind of like vegetarian at home and i would only have meat if i were to go to a restaurant it was a little easier because i was already like eating a lot of vegetables and whole foods anyways so um I think it really depends on the starting point of a person. Um, yeah, I was vegetarian for a while before I went vegan. Um, yeah. And that, that's true. Yeah. I guess there, there's a lot of, you know, family pressure and like, I'm lucky. I like, you know, I live with roommates, but I, but I cook myself. So it's, it's not like I have to worry about cooking for children or cooking for a partner or anything like that. So um, yeah, that's challenging. And I, I get that it's, it's a journey. It took me a long time. It took me a long time to even go vegetarian. And then I would say like, oh, I'm not a vegetarian, but I don't eat meat. Cause I didn't want to label myself. And then, I, and then I was like, oh, I'm actually, I'm a vegetarian. It's been long enough. <laughs> and then, and then I went vegan and that was a struggle. So yeah, everybody's journey is different. That's amazing that you did it overnight. I don't think most people can do that. Um, there's a lot of like back and forth with yourself and like, and, and feeling guilt for a long time. And then finally deciding like, you know what? I don't want to feel guilt anymore. <laughs> and then once you finally make the choice, you're free and it's beautiful. And then you're like, everyone should feel this free. And then you realize like, oh, people just want you to kind of shut up and not, <laughs> not tell them what to do. But so that's why it's a, it's a personal journey. Yes. Yes. Totally agree. Um, that's why like, you know, find people, find a community, find someone to help you with it. I don't know, even reach out to people on Instagram. I feel like Instagram has become also a way of like communicating or, or connecting with people. That's of course how you found me, which was great. Um, and it can be also not a way of like making friends even, right? Or on Facebook communities. I know you're not a big social media fan um, and which I think- But is no, but I see the value in it. And I, and I loved following the vegan meme accounts um, on Instagram because you're like, oh, thank God someone else feels the same way I do. I'm not alone. Yeah, yeah. I, I see the value in it. I would love um, for- our last couple of minutes to for you to tell us like what is it about social media that you decided to kind of not be on there anymore because we talked about that as well in our last call that we had together and um yeah just tell us yeah I just I I can't speak for other people I can only speak for myself but I I am I think I have an addictive personality. I think that I'm like, I get addicted to things really easily. Um, especially like, like if there's something I'm interested in at the time, I, I will like spend so much time on the internet, like looking at that thing. Um, and I think social media was no exception. I became, and a lot of people are addicted to social media and I was, I was one of them. And then um, especially during COVID and especially in this time in, probably in more places than just the United States, but especially in the United States, like social media is a scary, scary place. And there's a lot of disinformation and people are really angry at each other all the time. And I was posting a lot of things that angered other people. And then I was like, I don't, I just don't want this anymore. I can't, this is bad for my mental health. This is bad for me. Um, so I'm off Facebook, I'm off Instagram and I um, <laughs> talk about finding more time in your day. <laughs> like that, that, definitely helps um yeah I just for me it's not good for me I I don't want to look at it I don't want to be a part of it um but I still need people in my life who are on Facebook so I know like what events are happening and they can tell me 
<laughs> so um, yeah, it definitely has its merits. Like it's definitely useful for finding community and for some other things, but I think if you don't need it, um, it's like better to be off of it. It's just a little bit, yeah. Mm. I can be more focused on things that matter. Yeah, or at least create boundaries with yourself, right? Um, so like, look, don't look at it in the morning first thing or like have like a social media free weekend, for example, these things help me because of course, as you know, like I basically don't have a choice at the moment to like to just say, yeah. I'm not gonna be on Instagram, uh, which I, sometimes I wish I could say that. Uh, I know, yeah. I agree with you, um, but uh, yeah, guys, if you hear something, they're drilling in my apartment. So sorry about that um but anyway so I think like Instagram what you say can be a great tool but especially for us women you know you start comparing yourself to others you start comparing your life to that person's life your body to that person's body and it's at the end of the day like what you say I noticed that as well you can quickly get down this rabbit hole of like getting to her profile then getting to this profile then getting to that profile and then you're like looking at people that you've never even met and you're like what am I doing here? Like, why do I care where this friend of my friend of his friends, friends, whatever are in Bali? Like it's two hours later and you haven't. Yeah. 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 And I'm yeah. like, why, why do I do this? Um, and then afterwards, like it really affects your subconscious mind as well, where a lot of people, you know, don't even understand that everything, all the information that you take in, we always, always digesting all of it. Our mind is always processing it. So sometimes it can be like the slightest subtle message that you consciously don't even see, but your brain is, is taking notice of it. And it all affects you in some kind of way. It all affects your mental health, which I think is sometimes we just really forget that, that every single TV show that we watch, every single book that we read, every single TV ad that we see or ad in general, has all messaging that are wanting us to do something right um so yeah that's crazy so it's good that you're off and there's so many it's it's all conflicting so like you have all these different messages and they're all telling you something different and then you're like what do I even think anymore like do I even have my own opinions or am I just recycling what I've seen and didn't even know I was looking at it exactly exactly totally agree with you um awesome Emma so Tell us, what are your um, personal and health goals for the future? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so summer's starting. Um, COVID's becoming a little more under control. I'm just excited. Like right after we get off the phone, I'm going to go on a hike and I'm excited for that. Um, I'm going on a bike trip next weekend. And I'm just hoping that I can spend the summer just being active and rock climbing and running and, and just like enjoying the strength in my body that, that I have now. And, um, definitely gonna keep doing the, like your prescribed workouts because those help me, you know, build muscle and build strength. And so I'm going to keep doing that, but I'm also just going to reap the benefits of it and do the, the amazing active outdoor activities that I can do now. Um, so I'm excited about that for the summer and then summer will eventually end and I will <laughs> go back inside and, uh, keep doing the, you know, the strength training workouts and stuff like that. Um, so those are my fitness goals. Um, yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to apply to grad school soon. I'm just gonna, yeah, those are, those are my goals. Yes. I love that. That's so amazing. I'm happy to see like, Again, when you talk about your summer, it's like your vibrations, like your energy is like, woo, everywhere. I love summer. <laughs> yes, I summer can see that. Stuff. I can see that. And also you talking about like 
you know, your physical goals and like just you being active. I think that's also sometimes like we forget about it. Like it can be fun. A lot of times we see this as a chore and you actually show it like, I'm stronger now. I feel lighter. I can do all of these things because all of these things, like I didn't think I could do before. And now I feel that I can do them. And it's motivating. It's like, you then want to go out. And I believe we all should be living an active lifestyle. That's what we are meant to do as humans, right? We, we, our evolution made us sit more and more. Um, and that's, that's why so many people are unhealthy and have so much pain and injuries and stuff, because we're not used to moving that much anymore. And I love that, it has become such a normal part of your life and you're so excited for a hike and you're so excited for like rock climbing. Whereas, you know, it took you um, just a couple of months to like work a little bit more on yourself. And here we are, like you again, living this lifestyle that you, um, that you missed so much. And I love that. So um, thank you so much, Emma. Any last words that you would like to share that I forgot to ask or that you think are important or is important? Um. No, just I'm, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for the program. Um, if anyone is thinking about it, I guess, yeah, just, uh, I think, I think it's worth it. Um, I'm happy to be someone if, if people want to reach out to me and ask me more questions, I'm happy to be that person. Um, but you know, there's enough resources out, out there for it, but yeah, just thank you. And I'm excited to use your tools for the rest of my life and um please let's stay in touch <laughs> i already miss you and it's just been yeah. a, a really really fun to chat with you for the last 45 minutes about health and veganism and powerful women and all the good things in life yes thank you so much emma i really enjoyed having you as well and i miss you too it's so it's so weird because like you were always on the first call and i like i still wait for you and i'm like oh. Damn it, she's not coming. I'm done. <laughs> it's like I have such a hard time letting go of people. It's so bad. It's so, so bad. But um, we're gonna stay in touch anyways. And one day we're gonna do that vegan retreat. I know yes. it. <laughs> I'll start, I'll start planning. <laughs> yes, like somewhere in Costa Rica or like imagine perfect. It's so oh, cool. yeah, there's so many languages that we could take advantage of among this group of women, right? So you like you yes. speak Spanish and yeah. Yeah, so many international women from all around the world. So I'm sure that would be amazing. So thank you so much, Emma. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode as much as I did. And until next time.